don't know why I always do this. I sit down to record, and it's like I just can't make myself hit that red button to start recording. One of these days, maybe I'll get over that and just get in and knock it out and be good with what happens. But that day is not yet. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast. Today is Wednesday, December the 16th, 2020. And this is episode number 17. Today we're talking about mental preparation and protection. And this is a continuation of our last two episodes. Two weeks ago, I shared a couple of articles about ways our liberties are being taken away from us, or rather being infringed upon. You can't take away a right but you can infringe upon it. And that's what that's what's happening in today's world as governments grow bigger and bigger and create new and more laws. There's more laws on the books today. Well, that, of course, yes, than at any other time in history. But we're supposedly the freest nation on earth. Not so, my friend. But we're talking about solutions. No longer complaining. Last week, we talked about ways that you can go about uh, protecting and preparing yourself physically. Today we're talking about mental preparation and protection. Protection. I have a quote for you from Raymond L. Kramer. Don't know who that is. I just found the quote. Thought it was fitting for today. What does your anxiety do? It does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow, but it empties today of its strength. It doesn't make you escape the evil. It makes you unfit to cope with it if it comes. Wow. So if you're not ready for what's happening, mentally prepared, you're unfit to cope with whatever is going to happen. So doesn't it make sense that we would take care of our mind? What are some ways that you can prepare yourself mentally? You have to be secure in who you are and what you are. And security uh, takes a lot of work. Being self-aware and accepting yourself regardless of what other people think of you. The story goes of there's a guy who walked into work one day. He was feeling great. He, he was setting out to have an awesome day. He's like, I'm going to get to work and just... Knock it out of the park today. Gets to work. First coworker's like, dude, you're kind of pale. Are you feeling okay? He's like, yeah, yeah, I feel great. Moves on down the line a bit, working for another hour or so. And the next guy's like, man, are you feeling okay? You just, your color is off. You, you look kind of pale. This went on for another hour or two. About four or five people asked him if he was feeling okay. Well, pretty soon he got to feeling pretty terrible. He was like, you know, you know, I do kind of have a little gut ache. I didn't feel right when I got out of bed this morning. And before you know it, he went home sick. Okay, this is a fictional story. But that the only change there was his mentality, was his attitude. He didn't. He wasn't sure of himself and what he was setting about to do. His mind wasn't protected. And he allowed other people to control his narrative, to, to convince him that he was sick, 
And when we don't have our full capacity about us, or when we don't have, when we're not set in our mind, and that's not to say don't ever allow your mind to be changed, but when you're not secure in the decisions that you've made and in how you feel about something, you're easily swayed by other people and other other inputs. What are some of the most common things that affect us today, the human experience? What do we feel or experience on a day-to-day basis? Some of the biggest experiences that we have are fear, anxiety, depression, pain, hurt, trepidation about the future. Those are just a, a few things that we experience every single day. And what's driving that? Those aren't common experiences that we should have in a normal life. There's something behind all of that. And I believe that one of the first things we can do to combat those experiences is to turn off the news. The news is designed specifically to drive fear and anxiety into your mind. They, the people behind the news, you know, it's always this mystical they, they want you to be afraid because when you're afraid, you're going to turn somewhere for help. And who are you going to turn to for help except the person who told you what you have to be afraid of? Because if, if they're the ones who know what you're supposed to be afraid of, then they must know how to fix the problem, right? We need to get rid of those negative influences, those negative inputs that are coming into our mind. And that, that's the TV. That is a huge one. The radio is a lot of negativity from the news to even the music that plays. A lot of it is extremely negative. They say if you play a country song in reverse, you get your wife back, you get your dog back, your truck comes starts working again. I, I don't even I don't even listen to country music, so I don't know all those things. But what music I do hear on the radio on occasion is very negative. A lot of the podcasts, the um, the news commentary podcasts, they're all about the fear, like what's coming down the pipe. They're coming after you. They're going to get your guns. They're going to force you to get a vaccine or they're going to end the world because of global warming and all the carbon dioxide they're putting off into the atmosphere. They're just driving fear. There's, there's nothing positive about the uh, the news that that's put out there, um, YouTube, social media, those things are not positive. They they drive a negative attitude into your mind, and we need to protect ourselves from that. We need to be aware of what it is that we're allowing into our brain, and and cut it off at the source if it's not something that builds us up and and that drives our goals that moves us forward in life and for those people who are afraid of turning off the news like i won't know what's gonna happen (laughs) what if like a nuke drops on the city next door and and i don't hear about it well i mean come on something like that you're gonna hear about if it's something that affects you or something that's significant for instance a world war starts you're going to hear about it unless you're a hermit living in the mountains all alone and have no contact with the outside world. 
you're going to hear about what goes on. Social media is another thing that we need to quit doing. Not, you don't have to, I mean, you don't have to quit completely is what I'm saying, but spending so much time on it and and being unhappy with your life because, oh, look at so-and-so, they're out in a travel van and they're just traveling the world and, and living the life and, and they just have everything perfect. You know, you can't believe people's social media, their Instagram and their Facebook the lives that they live on those places are fake. It's fake news. Turn it off. Their posts, yeah, they're pretty. They they see the sights and, and they do a lot of the things that are awesome. But if you could see behind the camera, you would probably have an entirely different view of that person. We need to quit watching TikTok and Instagram Reels. Those are little tiny short snippets made for entertainment, and they continue to shorten your attention span. Most videos on TikTok and the Instagram Reels, which are similar to TikTok videos, they're between about 30 and 60 seconds, and a lot of them never even get watched. Or, you know, after about three seconds, if nothing exciting has happened, they just skip over it. It's pretty pointless. Uh, One of my goddaughters told me that she does not watch those things. Of course, then she turned around and said she spends hours on TikTok. So, But at another time, she said she can't watch other people having fun because why should she watch them living a life? She wants to go out and live her own life. And I thought that was a great uh, great mindset to have. Go, go live life. We have an attention span at about level zero. We've gone backwards. I read a statistic that said within the last decade, our attention span has been cut by about 50%. And that's entirely due to YouTube and social media and all these little short videos. We're constantly seeking entertainment. And if it doesn't grab us like instantly, then we're on to the next thing. And then we turn around and wonder why it's hard to find people who can hold a job for longer than 10 minutes and actually have, you know, somewhat of a uh, tiny little work ethic. Yeah, it's no wonder when you look at the way most of society lives. We just want entertainment. The thing with entertainment is this. It's more accurately called amusement. Amusement. Think about that word for a bit. What is amusement? If you break it down... Ah, the word, the letter A, meaning without or not, right? Okay, what's the next one? Muse, amuse. Muse is to think. And when you're amused, that is to not think or without thinking. It prevents you from thinking. That is the purpose of entertainment is to prevent you from thinking. It's entertainment or amusement is to be caused to not think is to have your capacity for reason taken away from you. Like, anybody in their right mind should not want that. It's, it's as effective as hypnosis, but we do it voluntarily. We plop ourselves down in front of a TV, right, to be entertained or amused, and our thinking capacity is taken away, right? And then we're shown advertisements. Think about that for a second. 
Let that sink in. You're sitting down in front of the big game. And I like watching football or baseball as much as the next person. But we sit down there and, and our thinking capacity is out the door because we're being amused. We're, we are immersed in not reality. And so our mind is not our own. We're not controlling our thoughts. And then you're showing an advertisement for a product. And you're like, ooh, that's cool. You're not thinking clearly. You don't need most of those things. Is it any wonder why the advertisements are so effective and they pour so much money into it? Do you have any idea how much a 30-second commercial for the Super Bowl costs? It's millions of dollars for 30 seconds. Absolutely ridiculous. But to fully prepare your mind and protect your mind and your mental state, you need to know first what kind of person you want to become. Put it this way. If you want to build a house, what's the first thing you do? You start looking at other designs. You start looking at other houses. You're like, I really like that house. What kind of design is that? And you go start looking around at pictures online and you look at layouts and you then once you figure out kind of what you like you draw up a set of plans you make a plan for the outcome of what your house will be like you have a budget you know what needs to go into it most people aren't just going to go grab the closest set of sticks and stones and steel and start slapping it together hoping to have a house that you're going to be happy with you have a specific plan in mind, a design, something you want as an outcome. That's the same way with us. Our mind works the same way. Decide what you want your mental state to be like, the kind of person that you want to be, and then start an IV of inputs that create that for you. Things like personal development books, decent podcasts, something that instructs you, that that builds you up, that helps you to become the person you want to be. Inspirational videos are another good one. Motivational things. You have to have the right inputs to achieve the outcome you desire. You can't make chocolate cake with dirt, rabbit droppings, and worm castings. Correct inputs equals desired outcome. I'm going to end today with a quote from Mariah Carey. And she was talking about a, uh, I think a mental illness or, or something that was going on with her mind. And she said, it was too heavy a burden to carry. I simply couldn't do that anymore. I sought and received treatment. Here's the key though. I put positive people around me and I got back to doing what I love, writing songs and making music. Find out, figure out. Who are the positive people in your life? Surround yourself with them. Draw close to them. Bring them into your inner circle. Share yourself with them. Pour into their lives. And do the things that you love to do. With that, go out and do good work.